0: Welcome to the F3 American Yammer Podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show.
1: What is going on Pax? It is episode 3 of F3's American Yammer podcast. Do not adjust your sound settings. I am not most definitely short circuit. What? Not right. (laughs) (laughs) I achieve or aspire to achieve everyday short circuitedness. Uh, I am Tommy Boy, the current Nantan of F3 Greensboro, filling in while Short Circuit is uh, enjoying some much-deserved rest. And uh, I'm excited today because I get to sit down with one of the true (laughs) sugar-raid-slash-top-hymns-slash-epic guy that has introduced the Steinel, the franken the run-your-age-on-your-birthday challenge. Uh, I could go on and on, but ladies and gentlemen... The him himself, crawl space. Give me a uh, give me a quick name on my friend. All right, Joe Matthews, forty five, crawl space. Dude, that was grossly underwhelming. That was like the Flavor <laughs> Flav intro. <laughs> That's what I love. Joe about-
0: <laughs> Matthews, forty five, crawlspace Space. Killer!
1: That's more like it. This guy is so humble. Uh, I am really thrilled. Candidly though, I was hoping that I didn't have to interview this guy out of all the, the men that have been signing up um, because I wanted to hear his story uh, from his own words versus replaying some of our conversations. However, Things happen for a reason. Uh, And that being said, too, I'm going to give a quick plug to the American Yammer podcast fandom. If you have a story, if you know of a high-impact man whose story we need to tap into and share, we're all about uh, opening up a platform where you can be vulnerable, and ideally we're going to validate other high impact men across f3 nation let us know by tagging us on twitter at f3 american yammer um, or sending us a dm and and, uh, hit us up that way but we want to hear these stories we want to get them out across the nation so that being said my friend thank you for being here today or rather thank you for bringing me into your home (laughs) today (laughs) as we do this uh we are coming from the matthews uh, f3 podcast studio um you know i've thought about this for the past twenty four hours as far as where to start, but I will say this: I know you as a guy who leads the charge in a lot of physical activity, so without getting too long winded into it, although I may have already passed that um Tell us kind of high level if you want before f three where were you with your fitness, your fellowship, uh, and your faith journey, whatever that may have meant in in your steps
0: okay um Thank you for being here, Tom. Boyd. Yeah, not, not once, but twice uh, <laughs> full disclosure PAX. Um, we, we interviewed yesterday and I just was very disappointed in, in, in what I presented, uh, the, my message that I left the PAX was, you know, are you giving the best that you can give or given the best you can be? Um, I didn't like my message that I presented, so I wanted to do a deep dive today, um, So, going back to my fitness level pre F3, I mean, we, you know, I did that slow backslide from college into, you know, just getting happily soft, you know, um, (laughs) half stepping through things, um, you know, looking strong on the outside, but, you know, continually getting weak on the inside, you know, Mm -hmm. continually um, feeding from the trough of toxicity. Um, Hashtag trough of toxicity. Well I done. Just came up with that. You know, <laughs> uh, every now and again, th- there is a synapse that fires properly within my dome. Outstanding. Um, but yeah, so, so, backslid. You know, and I feel sure that's a common with with the majority of us. But you know, backslid within my fitness, uh, backslid within my faith, and there are a number of denominators that that occurred to that. Whether it was you know seeing some. And, and and poor leadership within the church, mm. um, dealing with some of the wall builders um, uh, around me, um, family specifically. Um, and just, you know, so kind of turned away from that. Um, you know, um thought I was able to do things on my own. And, you know, you, you sit there and half-step trip and stumble forward and you think you're finding success in whatever avenues, whether it's relationships, work, or whatnot. Um, and then... Fast forward to ten years ago, I had my first Achilles rupture and was going in p t and just noticed the people that were becoming slovenly they were you know skipping p t they were coming in with some weak excuses, and you know just they were they were backsliding even further you know, they weren't they weren't rehabbing that injury and I just took a look and I was like, "I do not want that, I want to get stronger so I kind of started pushing myself there, and then, but it also related in the fact that we were having children They, children sure. at the time. Um, Sydney was born, so she was already, well, she, she was two. Cameron was, she was a wee bit. So, here I am, stuck with a two-year-old and a kid that can't crawl, you know, I'm having to, like, hold her in one crutch, and we basically just put me in lockdown upstairs. Huh. Rebecca would be like, all right, here's what you have for the day. <laughs> and you guys got to survive till I come back home. So, you know, my goal, you know, I just saw this. I don't even want to say it was a revelation, but I just was like, you know, I got to get fit to be able to run around and chase them. Sure. Um, you know, and from there it was like, well, how do I challenge myself? Or what do you do? And I think um, I came across one of the Tough mutters. One of my buddies had signed up for it or, or saw it said, hey, let's do it. And I was like, all right, yeah, man, that sounds great. It would be awesome. And this guy was, you know, he's 10 years older than me. He, he, he recently moved up to Pennsylvania, but this dude's a freaking specimen. He's a triathlete. Um, he's ridiculous. So how do you train for a mud run? I have no <laughs> earthly idea, but I saw there was a triathlon going on up at um, Lake Brand. I was like, all right. Sure, I bet if you can do that, you should be able to do a mud run. So <clears throat> signed up for the triathlon, did it. It was a comedy of errors. So, Pax, if you're you know feeling hesitant to jump in and try something, F it. just jump in. Um, you know, I was riding, I was riding my road bike. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely forgot that my brother-in-law had borrowed my bike, so <laughs> the, all the adjustments were way off when I'm riding it. You know, the seat's <laughs> too low you know i having to re- i think i stopped multiple times to readjust that but anyways did the race finished the race enjoyed it got hooked on that and so i immediately signed up for my next one which was blues enjoyed it um did a few more and then it was like all right well how do i how do i keep pushing myself how do i keep challenging myself um and that's how i signed up for ironman um and then it all kind of goes back to my kids and i've always been teaching them Get outside your comfort zone. Yep. Push yourself. Yep. And a few years ago, those words came right back into my face with, Hey, we're looking for parents to do the Nutcracker. (laughs) Um, We thought you might be good. I was like, oh, all right. You know, I've got to walk the walk if I'm going to talk the talk. I'm making
1: a note right now to to add that picture of you in your D. Snyder apparel (laughs) from the uh, Nutcracker to add that to the tweet. So, so yeah, talking.
0: Um, yeah, so anyways, I, I did that, had a blast, and my daughter is like, she loves that I'm there, and she is like, I want you to do this as long as I'm doing this. So I mean, until she tells me to go sit in the stands, sure, I will be there with her because I mean, that's that's something that we're gonna have for years to go, you know, years to come, and that, that'll be a happy memory that we'll look back on years from now so and then there'll be a hopefully one day we'll have us you know i guess it would it be a 3.0
1: yeah i guess so right
0: um you know a silly a story reboot? about grand grandpa you know <laughs> look at him as d snyder
1: grandpa is grandma yeah
0: yeah what's that all about so <laughs> so anyway so that was kind of my physical transformation there and then with regards to my mental or spiritual um you know, still that whole time, I'm still, you know, I'm getting married, we're having a kid, um, mentally it was, you know, you're still half stepping, you know, I never got the, I mean, you would get doses of, oh, I can't, I can't go hanging out with the boys anymore, or, um, can't do this, these shenanigans or those shenanigans, but you're still not, I guess, a hundred percent committed sure to to that lifestyle, that family that relationship, and not that I was going out doing knucklehead stuff,
1: but it was still like <clears> there's <throat> was a big transition there I mean you're talking about two worlds colliding, and then it's like you're starting to establish your 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 commitment right, right? and then you're also stepping away from a previous commitment or commitments with your with your boys um yeah, I mean you go you just i guess it took
0: a while for me to realize that yeah you know yeah um so and in doing so i mean when we we were in atlanta at the time and we we had a good core group of friends in the neighborhood that were very supportive um had looked around at some churches but nothing nothing stuck there so i mean spiritually nothing was going on um but at the same time things felt hunky-dory so it wasn't like anything was noticeable you know and and ignoring some of the stuff that had been swept under the carpet. You were coasting
1: downhill basically and didn't realize you had no breaks. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Or, you know, the, the slope was, the grade was so low that you really didn't. Yeah. Didn't even need them. Didn't even so need, you need thought, him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so move up here, um, get involved with the church, um, grace where arises, um, love the minister there. Pastor Morris married us. He, he baptized our three girls mm-hmm. and, through there, um, I did a book study with Jeff Kerrigan, Velvet Elvis, and it just really enlightened me on, um, on things with that aspect. And then, so you just started, I mean, slowly, just started noticing things.
1: And then, um, let's see. So you said that that's a yeah. Rob Bell book. Yeah, Rob I would Bell also, book. if if any packs out there have not read it uh, and are kind of seeking to explore or, or looking for a, a faith-based community, um, or candidly, when it comes to Rob Bell, just tapping into something bigger than yourself, um, like uh, I, I'm sure Crawl Space and I know Nancy have experience, that's a great launchpad. Um, so I'll add that link as well. Yeah, um, please do. Um,
0: yeah, so while it started me, I guess while it opened my eyes to some things within religion, it still didn't ad- address some of the other personal issues that i was dealing with. And, um, you know, with the, the, my insecurities, which have just been, you know, the seed was planted when I was a wee bit mm-hmm. and it continued on throughout my life.
1: Which I'll say real quickly, and I apologize for interrupting you, but I think that that surprises me because I, I speaking for myself and I know various other packs that I've communicated with when we talk about you, uh, and what you've done for F3 in Greensboro is that—that that would be the lowest thing on our list. That you—that you came from an environment, or or just developed insecurities, I should say, um, along the way, because you're the first guy to raise up anybody else. If anybody across F3 Nation has tapped into Joe on on Twitter uh, at Joe Twenty Three Matthews, is that right? Yep. Um, he's a he's a uniter amongst guys, but um, anyway. I just had to throw that out there for context because you would be the last person on my list to say this, this guy comes from uh, um, a process of dealing with insecurities.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can see where you're, I can see what you're saying and I can understand that. I guess I project forward more to kind of compensate Mm -hmm. for what I've got going on. Um, But yeah, um, you know, you, you got this insecurity, self doubt, you know, Am I going to be a good, am I, am I good enough for my wife? Sure. Um, You know, is she going to finally wake up one day and be like, why am I with this dude? Or the same thing with my kids, you know, and, you know, because from what I learned and what, from what I experienced just within parenthood, like it was very warped. And I, I mean, we're still dealing with that. It's like, why would you punish a kid this way? Or why would you punish a kid this way? But so I was exposed to, some toxic things and some negative things and some, and, and for some reason I internalized that. So, you know, I had self doubt insecurities and then I guess that has been manifested in anger. Okay. So that was
1: really my issue. Many of your workouts, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) anger would be the word that I would categorize. Um, Sorry. I'm not making light.
0: (laughs) No, you're not. Um, and I appreciate the, the levity brought to the conversation, but um, but anyway, so it was coming out in an unhealthy form. Okay, right? and um, and for a while there, it, it seemed like it had gone away, mm-hmm. but it was almost like it had just been sitting in the back, hmm. back portion of my mind. And then once once the kids started getting a little bit older and stress things started coming in, it started to reveal itself. And you know, I started reading some books on anger management or stress management um, things by Dalai Lama and it was things would kind of take but at the same time it didn't, it didn't grab a hundred percent Yeah. like why is this not working why is this not working and then um, what was it maybe a year and a half ago unicycle
1: yeah, posted yeah, yeah. that letter to his daughter yes and, it, and I made the papers locally it didn't made it made the paper yeah, and then,
0: yeah it blew me away I was one I was just his message to his kid was incredible. And then the fact that he had the courage to share that was amazing. And I was like, I got to talk to him.
1: I mean, the dude literally stood at town square in Greensboro, like in the courthouse plaza and shared that letter with the city. Yeah. And I was father's day or building up to father's day. It was right around that week. I remember. Yeah. And I was disappointed because I
0: knew the event was coming up. Excuse me. Granola crumb. Um, Yeah, I wanted to be there and there was there was a conflict. Um, you know, I think at the time I still was Mr. Daddy Daycare at the time. But anyways, yep. um so yeah, so I reached out to him and I was like, dude, I'm I've been dealing with this issue. It sounds like I mean, you have two sure. and you're working on it, and it sounds like you've found a process. What are you doing? So then that's when um he mentioned the book, Soul Keeping. Okay. Um, who's that by? You know, and I should have brought my readers. All right. You talk, Tell me about <laughs> it.
1: I've got my, I've got my technology. You said soul keeping. Um, yeah, soul keeping. All right. So he brought up soul keeping. It was um. Anyway. John Ortberg. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, soul keeping by Soul keeping. O John- R T B E R G. Yep. All right. Continue.
0: Yep. So, and the whole premise of that book is <clears throat> keeping out the toxicity into our soul. And the analogy in the book that's used is, <clears throat> you know, the the this village living around a pristine bottle of wa- water, like uh-huh. a lake. And that's their source of food, drink, um, exercise, sure. I guess, you know. But anyways, the, the, the lake is stream-fed. And there's a keeper of the stream, and he makes sure that nothing gets into the stream that's bad yep. and is going to affect the lake. Well, the people... You know, they go, we don't need this guy anymore because the body water is clean. What are we paying him for? Hmm. So they, you know, they send him off into retirement. He leaves. There's no one keeping the source clean. Yeah. So over time, that water, body water becomes polluted. Okay. You know, the analogy is that's, that's what's occurred with our soul. And it's just, it's that little bit of, you know, this, the little bit of that, the behavior of, you know, speeding when you know you really shouldn't you know, I'm better than you yeah you know I'm gonna pass you or I'm gonna cut you off to get into that parking spot or no one's using the handicapped spot right. you know and it's and some of it may sound over the top but it's like you just start you start backsliding to this behavior of negativity and selfishness mm-hmm. so so I started reading that and that just opened my eyes to to behaviors and, and thoughts that I didn't realize were were manifested so that helped a lot. We had some great discussions and, um, unfortunately they tapered off, but I I certainly would love revisiting, discussing things with, with Unicycle. He's a great dude. Um,
1: Well, I think what's, what's awesome too, is that you kind of tapped into something that that I know early on that Short Circuit was hoping that this podcast did. And so far it has done. So is that, you know, allowing another person to be vulnerable, Idea, in a safe environment, right, right. Uh, or a supportive environment, uh, i.e. the gloom uh, or a second or third F opportunity, you know, that, val- that, that vulnerability certainly leads to validation within others and then in turn with the person who is vulnerable, um, which is what was so awesome about him sharing that letter so publicly is that I know a lot of men leaned into, or you know what, better to say a lot of men woke up and said, yeah. man, I could... I could do a lot better or, or exactly. I've been really lapsed or, or yep. I fired my stream keeper. Right. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that's, that's pretty powerful. So you hinted on Mr. Mom a moment yep. ago. Yep. Yep. Um, so tell, tell us a little bit about that. Cause I imagine that, that is a, a bit of the, the, your past fellowship habits. Is that right?
0: Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, so, I'm going to say so, I don't know how many it's
1: good. friggin' time. So far it's 17. 17? Yep. Okay, what's the record? Uh, 16, so welcome to the club. Sweet.
0: <laughs> um, wife and I have this great progressive relationship and the fact that we're down in Atlanta. She's, she's a pharmacy doctor. Mm-hmm. And we had a great great job situation. I was a designer for a builder, and then we have Sydney. What are we going to do child-wise? Well, my job, I was able to work from home. <clears throat> Come up here and, you know, she moves on to Moses Cone. Well, what am I going to do? All right, well, let let me stay home. Sure. You know, you're the you're making way more than I am. It makes more <laughs> sense. So, hence I become Mr. Mom, Um, you know, daddy daycare, driving the kids to preschool, picking them, taking them to dance, some dance dad, you know, yep. all, all those crazy cool things that I loved. and. One of the, my motivation there was, um I'm an Air Force brat. Okay. So, growing up, my dad was TDY quite a bit. <laughs> he was with uh, an F-4 squadron, so he was, he yeah, a fly mission here for six months. You know, he went and did some work for NATO for six months, you know, escorting those Russian bombers out of U.S. airspace. Some cool stuff. But from, like, age, I don't know zero to 10, you know, <laughs> yeah. he was gone a whole bunch. I was like, I don't want to be then I want to be there for my kids. Yep. So, <clears throat> so anyways, that, so when I jumped into F3 and it was early on in the, in the Natville timeframe, it was in November, but it never, it didn't really take because I couldn't come during the weekdays. Yep. And then on Saturdays, those are my long training days because I had signed up for Ironman. So once that was over, you know, I had, you know, started becoming committed, but, you know, I think if I'd said one thing differently in my introduction in the circle of trust, I could be Mr. Mom, but fortunately I was starting home inspecting, so I was like, home inspector, and just someone instantly yelled out crawl space. No idea who it was. <laughs> you know, that was back when we had you know, twenty FNGs, yeah. and this like mega circle early of growth trust. Period. Yeah, yeah, early growth. Totally. Period. totally. Um so yeah, so it didn't like, like I said, it didn't take initially and then jumped back in. Um, and again, it still wasn't taken, you know, I was coming in. I was coming to uh, a nightmare, a bunch of guys. And it was like, I'd hear guys off to the side, want yep. to do something guys over the side. Let's start our own workout. And just wasn't connecting with anyone. Um, you know, my, the first day I posted, I brought some F and G's. I was, couldn't get them to come back out. So right around that time, I was thinking like, I don't think I'm getting back to this. Yep. Well, sacked.
1: The man. Something, the myth, something, The legend. He, he saw
0: something in me, and you know, and that's just his personality, or whatever. He saw me, grabbed me, and started talking to me, and I was just, like, just leave me alone, dude. I'm suffering here. You know, we're doing umpteen bazillion merkins, and then I got to run this laps, and blah blah blah. And then, you know, how'd you get your name sacked? I used to be a quarterback. I about fell down laughing and from there. Like, whatever was my mental block was gone. Yeah. Um. And then he stuck with me the whole time, just chit-chat, chit, trying to get to know me. I mean, he sat down next to me at, at Brugger's. He would not let me leave. Um. So, it kept me coming back. Next thing I know, I'm doing a book study with Hush Puppy. And that's where I met Yeti, mm-hmm. um, Boat Show, a few of the other guys. And, I mean, I, we're there one night and... Hush Puppy shared some amazing vulnerabilities. Which I was like, stuff that you were, it's like what you just thought about me. I was like, no way, I would have never expected huh. that with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then through with that, <clears throat> that's how I jumped in and we did the uh, Blue Ridge Relay. Yep. So, I'm one of those OGs, one of the original Galded Gangsters. Um, you were in the Glory Lake that year, right? You I were in Van
1: 2, I was, in, I was two. in Van 1, and I had no idea even that. I didn't know who you were.
0: No. Yep. Had no idea, you know, and it was funny because. I think I saw some pictures. I was like, Oh, there's Tommy Boy. Yeah. I didn't know who he was at the time. I was I did was like, who's that dude with the weird baklava <laughs>
1: <laughs> neckerchief? You're a lot nicer because I looked at you and like, who's who's this a hole that I don't <laughs> know that thinks he's top dog running gorilla?
0: <laughs> um, it was just what was there. I was like, I, I guess I'll do this one. Um, and then looking back on it, I mean you had Pamela. Yep. Pamela ran the nipple. I mean, that was a ridiculous. After one
1: week of training, because we EH'd him the week before. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I was not aware of that. Yeah, we had somebody drop out, and we were sitting there, and he was drunk on Starbucks coffee, and we (laughs) threw it down on him. Yeah, schnitzel
0: was in our van. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a fun experience. Um, That was the drizzle story. That was the drizzle story. you got to tell the drizzle story. All right, so the drizzle story (laughs) is, so guys, typically... If we're at a workout and Drizzle is there, I will give an old-school shout-out. Drizzle! (laughs) And it all relates back to one of the legs. Drizzle is out on the course. And if you don't know how this race is set up, it's a point-to-point relay. It starts in Virginia, finishes in Asheville. Well, and it's broken up into segments, so you drop off a brother. We drop off, you know, Tommy Boy at, you know, at this firehouse and then he'll run to the school 6 miles down the road and then we'll drop off Drizzle. So Drizzle's out on the course and we're driving to the next location and we come up to this runner. Hush puppy's like, "Dude, there's Drizzle." Yeah. Slows down. I don't know why I'm doing the crank motion.
1: It, yeah, you, for those of you who are uh, uh, listening on a podcast device, uh, we have a window, mine yes, roll. going, yes, on. Mime
0: roll, but you know, we no longer we no longer crank <laughs> down windows. We just push that button. Pushes down the button. He leans out the window and screams, Drizzle!
1: (laughs) (laughs) To which the entire band starts screaming. Oh, totally. We we all just
0: start running.
1: Drizzle!
0: (laughs) It's not Drizzle. Nope. It's some innocent runner that just got scared of the bejesus (laughs) and jumped into the briar patch. (laughs) And we about... (laughs) I mean, you know, it's just classic.
1: It's awesome.
0: So we just found it hysterically funny. Um and continue to call every other runner as we pass drizzle. <laughs> Females, you know. Yeah. Dog walkers, it didn't matter. You're all old drizzle. So, as you do? Yes.
1: So you well, I'm going to I'm going to just recap real quick before we switch gears, but you you were living in Atlanta. Yep. Um, slowly I'm going to I'm going to not use your words, so don't allow me to put new words in your mouth if they're not accurate, but you were, you were this hundred percent person that kind of came up with some, with some baggage like we all do, right? Little, right. little idiosyncrasies that held on, that were handed down to us. Um, you were Mr. Mom. So your fellowship, I would imagine you were hanging out with lots of ladies at the dance uh, club. Oh, yes,
0: that's true. That was, that was, that was my weird, you know, the, the, you know, that's the, the, thing in the book is, you know, we, we, we lose our connection with the guy friends. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: My connection, I didn't have guy friends. I was going to say had, were, yeah, it was non-existent. No, it
0: was non-existent, um. So you were Mr. Mom and a Sea of Moms. I was Mr. Mom and a Sea of Moms, surrounded by ladies. Um, you know, got my grandfather's curse. A uh, little sidebar there, my grandfather was just, his, his high school yearbook wish was, I want to be surrounded by ladies. <laughs> <laughs> he had four girls.
1: Nice. So Careful what you wish for.
0: Careful what you wish for. No doubt. So, um, you know, and one of, my, one of my uncles, he has three ladies. I have three ladies. My dad had two ladies. So, so anyways, here I am. I'm with, I'm with Sydney. And we're at jumping Fun or bouncing Place and this, that, and I'm surrounded by a mom. So it's, I'm kind of in, but only to a certain level because ladies got their own lifestyle, their their secret club, sure. and, you know, and that's all good. You know, I get it. Um, and then with the dads, they're always like, well, you're that dude that's always around my kid. Yeah. So, I don't... Things you don't like, want to hear at a police station. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like... They're kind of cool, but at the same time, they can't quite relate because they work in an office. They wear coats and ties, you know, and they're, they're not, they don't smell like Play-Doh. Or I would coffee. imagine, too,
1: that they hear your name often around the dinner table because their wives are talking about oh, yeah. nice like, Joe. I you be
0: more like Joe. <laughs> Joe, you know, Joe, he yeah. does laundry and he does the dishes and, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't complain.
1: Pack your bags for the guilt trip.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, so anyways, I just always get these kind of hairy eyeball looks whenever I've whenever met in these, yep. you know social gatherings. And it was funny too, because my wife experienced that conversely. Yep. She was the working wife mm-hmm. and she goes to hang up with these ladies and it's just like,
1: yeah. Yeah. We that don't, we along. don't know you.
0: Yeah. Sure. So So yeah. So I didn't have the, didn't have the male, um, male bonding, mm-hmm. um, camaraderie. That was the word I was looking for going on that way. So F3 definitely.
1: So who he It was Nancy. It was Nancy. It was Nancy. Okay, from connecting at Grace. Grace? Okay, got it. Um, So, and then as you said, initially F3, you know, went once or twice, you know, whatever, half a dozen times, never really stuck. Sack got a hold of you. You know, he's got, he certainly has sad clown radar. Yep. uh, And knows, he's also the dispenser of uh, excellent uh, uh, um, cures for sad clowndom uh, just by conversing with guys. I've seen him do it. A million different times. Dude's just a bundle of positive energy. Yep. So um, BRR, you jumped into. Yep. Which is funny because that same BRR was what solidified things for for me for a couple of different reasons, but very similarly. Um. So fast forward. It's been how long have you been posting regularly? Since twenty sixteen.
0: I mean, it was roughly right there after okay. after BRR. So, but that was twenty is that 2015 or 20 anyways? Um, it was basically, it was 20, had to have been 2016. It we wh- y'all just ran the third one, which was 2018.
1: Yeah. Well, I was not in that crew, but yes. no, was but that one. was the, the
0: gangster van still keeps going. Yes. Once yeah. an OG, always an OG. Galded
1: Greensboro gangsters. Um, look it up on uh, the work computer, hashtag Galded. And then you can search for Merkin on the work. computer <laughs> Google image. Don't no, do that. No. Don't do either of those things. Um,
0: so, right about that time, um, I had EH'd MacGyver. Okay. MacGyver lives, MacGyver and I have a f- funny backstory, but long story short was we stumbled upon each other at a soccer game. He was coaching his daughter. I was coaching my daughter. And we're like, dude, let's get together. Brought him out to, brought him out to Nightmare, and he lives on the south side of town. I was like, dude, there's another workout, Cougar Town, they're starting up. Yep. Um I was like, why don't we meet, why don't we meet there? So we did this alternating weekend rotation, where it's like one week we'd meet at Cougartown, Town, one week we'd meet at, at Nightmare, mm-hmm. just so that the travel. Um, and Cougartown Town was awesome because we had maybe eight core guys.
1: Yeah, it's a great AO for that. <clears throat> it is, so. Lexington, uh, you know. South Carolina, by the way, is the master region of doing those high impact, low number workouts. And Cougar Town is a perfect example in Greensboro, the Natville region, of exactly that, that methodology.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's where you get to know your brothers, and that's where, you know, that glue really gets solidified. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, there's a funny story with the way Cougar Town was named, and it, it has nothing to do with the Cronodal um, Middle School Cougars. It has <laughs> to do with the fact that while we were trying to name said AO a van of... Older ladies pulled up, looking for a neighborhood um, uh, yard the, sale, yeah, yard or, sale or, a, or like a um, which
1: doesn't hold water, by the way, because there are no houses nearby. Well, There's literally next door to a retired it was a, it was a, it
0: was a, I guess the proper term would be a flea market. So, uh, you know, if if you're at the AO and you take the parking lot around to where the track is, people were setting up. Tables and some ah. tchotchkes and dustables and things that you don't yeah. need. So, this van rolls up and they're looking for it. And they, you know, again, we're going to crank down that window <laughs> and they lean out. And I think Bodette is right there. And they're like, Excuse me, do you guys know where the. <gasps> oh, Mark Watson.
1: Oh, hey, how <laughs> right. it's so good to see you. I'd like to sop him up with a biscuit. <laughs>
0: so, long time. So, Long time gets uh, hit on by some cougars, and hence, Cougar Town is born. I'm sure without even missing a beat, that came out. Much like Crawl Space. Pretty much. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, and I think Silver Sneakers was out there, because, you know, you're right next to Wellspring and whatnot. So, anyways, so that's how Cougar Town came about. So, that's, again, you know, just hanging out with four or five guys, and Oh, Tommy boy, what do you do? How do you know? Yep. Oh, yep, you love hip hop, you love woodworking, blah blah blah. Let's hang out, let's grab a brew, let's go run. Now it's like, oh, crawl space is hitting me up for a 50 mile <laughs> run. I do not want to do that. <laughs> so, so yeah, that really solidified things F3 wise. Yep. Um, and then when it was time to pass off the shovel, shovel flag, I just thought, well, I'm right here in vicinity, sure, you know. And that's the cool thing I've noticed about F3 is that. You know, I think at one point in time we were all we've all been leaders or we were leaders and we were headed down that path and then something happened and we stepped off that path. Yeah, lost that Focus, Switch got turned like,
1: off or something. switch
0: got turned off, but the switch has been turned back on and yep. reactivated. I was like, Why not? Yeah. So jumped in, became the site queue there, and then it was hunting down guys to to get them to queue. And then just as my own personal belief was that I'm the site queue, I should be there. Yeah. To, you know, to make sure things go right, to facilitate things. Or if someone doesn't, you know, if something happens and, and the queue doesn't post, then
1: Subject I just, queue just jump in yeah,
0: yeah, just do it myself. I'm reigniting the flame of leadership. Yep. Yeah. Um and from there it's just I've seen it continue. Um with other things now now I'm on the board. I'm first
1: first F. You are more than just first FQ. We have so in Natville. Just for those listening, we have a we've formed a board, and we've got now three guys who are focused on the first F, um, because of how our AOs are so spaced out. But what I what we came up with for uh, for crawl Space, because the guy shows up everywhere is he's our free radical. So we have a guy focusing on the northern side of town, a guy focusing on the, on the southern or central side of town, and then crawlspace is our is our free radical. So I'm throwing it out there, anybody can use it, take it.
0: Gotcha. So, yeah, that's one of the things. um, I like hopping around because I notice some guys, you know, they get comfortable within their their neighborhood, their cocoon, and they stay there, and that's all cool. But I like to float around because then I'll get to see guys that are over there at uh, Mendenhall or or the guys at... you know, they like to run, so they're at Stampede, or, or or some of the guys that got busted up knees, and they can't run anymore, mm-hmm. so they'll post a sweat angel, mm-hmm. you know, or those days where the weather's like this, and you're like, man, where's the parking garage? Oh, yeah, yeah there's Shake Weight.
1: Currently so, pouring mm-hmm. down rain on the East Coast.
0: So, yeah, so that's kind of just been my motivation was, you know, I want to get to know some of these guys, because there's a, a huge roster, you know, um, so yeah, I just started hopping around, and I found, you know, they're they're all great AOs, and But the the ones that, I mean, it works best when you've got a smaller group of men because that's how you get to know them and how to strengthen each other and support one another. Um, I kind of found myself in a dead end there. Um, Well, I think to your point, though, it's that
1: (laughs) just like anything else, if you start to find yourself in a rut, you know, my grandfather always used to say that a rut was a coffin with the ends kicked out. Um, Then you're just kind of waiting. You yeah. know, and what are you waiting for? Well, yep. nothing. I'm waiting yep. for the end. Um, and uh, it, it, the opposite end of that is you think you over, you, you can overdo it by surrounding yourselves with constantly hitting the big AOs with, you know, 25 guys. But after you exceed that 12, 15, 18 core group of men, you know, as as we say in F3, it's that diminishing return on investments. Right. You're You are not tapping in to the soul of any one guy. Uh, and vice versa, they're not tapping into you because you're you're as you said it a moment ago, lost in the crowd of these giant AOs. Yep. Do they have their place? Yeah, it's fun to get out there with a the big group and, and muck around. You know, today we had 24 guys in the pouring down rain. It, it wasn't about us today. It was about sur- surviving the downpour. But it's easy to hide or get lost, both of which have negative outcomes just yep. in those big crowds. Whereas you know you're accountable to the packs and vice versa in those smaller, more intimate groups. Yep. Um, which you thrive really, really well in. So, backtracking a little bit, just to recap: after F three was, you know, you drank the Kool Aid. You were you, you were a tattooed member of the F three Nation. Yep. Um, we had branded you officially. You you at this too, but you're you're running. You know, last year you ran a fifty miler um you and i team t- tend to tag team up on on a birthday run for a buddy of ours that does his age he was 42 this past year yep be 43 this year and so he runs his age in miles we did half of that although i know you could have done the whole thing i was crying like a baby oh, you could have um, <laughs> um you have a try down the road Which actually I want you to hit on because I think that's pretty awesome. Tell us a little bit uh, because my next question was who inspires you to continue to get better to sharpen that iron? So back when
0: I, a few years ago, when I started getting into these endurance races, I just had this thought of how can I make my training worthwhile Mm -hmm. to some other people or entity or or how can I make it purposeful instead of just going out to slog in the suck and I had no idea how to make that happen, and then I was at a race, and boom, someone introduced me to Pete R- Bruce. Uh huh. And his F three name is Four in a Row. He's a he's a poor Buffalo dude. <laughs> um, he and Norwood can commiserate. So he had started this team Endure, and the purpose of Team Endure was. For people like you, me, anyone that wanted to make their miles purposeful, mm-hmm. who are my miles for? Mm-hmm. Um, you could go in and set up your own fundraising page <clears throat> as opposed to having to go in with, you know, a cancer society that requires you to raise right. $5,000 to run a 5K. Just to show up. Yeah. Just to <clears throat> show up. So he was like, not everyone can do that. And there's not a whole lot of. There's really no niche for that. Yep. Who's feeling that? So that's where he started out. And I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! This is exactly what I'm looking for." So, um, and he had a one of his dear friends from home was diagnosed with breast cancer. So he, Pete was raising money for her. You know, he bought the pink kicks and was out there supporting her. So I was blown away by that, by his passion, by his dream, and by his heart. So this year, when he said, "I'm running," I'm going to participate in Ironman Chattanooga and I'm going to do it for Crohn's and colitis because my son has Crohn's and my mother has Crohn's. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I'm in, sign me up. So this fall, September 29th, you know, I'm going to be swimming two miles mm-hmm. biking 112 and then finishing up with a marathon Outstanding in Chattanooga. So, and right now we're, we're working on fundraising $20,000. So right now we're about 4500 So we're, we're going strong. We've got sure. a ways to go. We want to keep the momentum rolling. Um, just has a successful campaign at Fleet Feet. Uh, we're going to be doing something with uh, Core Life in March. Nice. And yeah. So, it, you know, it's March 23rd. It's a Saturday. We're going to be doing um, basically. Their, their food sales for that day they're going to donate a percentage that's awesome we're doing something with Omega in April and then uh, simply Megs is going to be doing something for us in may so and it's all sales percentage based so anyway so he's one of the guys that inspires me and then um, I mean then we've got our own uh, another one of our him is uh Scotty watermaker aka magic you know he's got his hands for hearts yep ball going on tonight and he he and um Italian Stallion? Italian Stallion. Thank you. I kept thinking of Sylvester Stallone, but it's Italian Stallion. <laughs> kind of the same thing. Yeah, right? kind of the same. One of <laughs> the same. Um, so they both teamed up. They lost one of their childhood buddies due to a heart defect. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what can we do? And boom, Hands for Hearts was born. Yep. Yeah. You know, and then you got Jared Tolkien. You know, he's down there in, in, in Mecca. And he came up with this idea of. People that can't run these races, yeah. let's get them in these wheelchairs so they can participate in these races. Yeah. So I mean, that blew me away. And um, you know, we try to get them up here for a race, and that didn't that didn't take, but we'll we'll keep trying to get that yet going. Yet is the
1: operative word. Yet, yet is the operative
0: <laughs> word. Um, but then it's you know, I read about you know, this morning. I was reading about a dude down in Jacksonville. I mean, he he posted this story, and it was actually featured in Runner's World magazine. Huh. But the dude could not run across just a bridge. You know, his his story started out with him being overweight, taking his kid to a jump in fun. After a minute on the trampoline, he almost passed out. Man. Couldn't play with his kid. Well, now he's lost a ton of weight. Hmm. He's running 5Ks. He's looking forward to running the same race that takes him over this one bridge they couldn't get across years wow. ago. So, I
1: mean, it's, you know. Conquering the demons, right?
0: Conquering the demons. Um, leap. He's another one. I mean, the dude would just was like let's pack up and move to Greensboro. Yeah. I mean, just complete leap of faith brought him down here. I mean, there's, I mean, the list can go on and on. I mean, there's, it's, it's, it's the simple things that can inspire you. It doesn't always have to be a big thing. And that's kind of been kind of holding me back from sharing. Cause I was like, I don't have this great grandiose story. Um, you know, and it's, are you sharing your fallacies to get attention or is it, what was me, you know, that suck yeah. it up mentality kind of thing. But, um, but, I mean, I, th- I think as we move along, you start seeing people doing things, and you can find inspiration. I mean, it's all around you. And it's, one, you got to have that positive attitude and mindset, mm-hmm. which is really what... What's up, sweetheart? Oh. Daddy, you have to go to that. Okay. Yes, ma'am. We'll do it.
1: All right, gentlemen, and if there's any ladies out there listening, which I doubt, but hey, who knows, through the magic of podcasting and, and that sweet little voice you heard just a moment ago, which was CrawlSpace's 2.3, we are now deep in the natural habitat of <laughs> Crawl Space as we sit outside of a dance studio in the rain in the old blue truck that I, I get to call my ride, and we're going to land this plane live and in person in a way that I, I would argue, except for maybe pick up the 6th podcast... Has yet to be done. So we're back talking with Crawl Space. We had just wrapped up um, doing a quick little recap, and uh, we'll continue. So uh, here, here's the deal that I've got so far. Um, you have tapped into sources from all different places and people that will motivate you, that have motivated you, that have moved you beyond where you were. Yes. Earlier on, you had hit. Well, let me let me finish that thought. A lot of that stemmed from what sparked inside of you from F3. Correct. Um, sounds like you were kind of on that course already, but F3 was certainly the accelerator that got you there in a, in a bigger, faster, more impactful way. Is that, I, is I concur. That, all yes. right. So you hinted early on in, in talking that there were times where you were dragging around a lot of old luggage. Yep. Um, you had talked at dark times. You had talked about um, holding the lot in. Um, coming from a family where where early on dad wasn't there because he was always off flying planes landing planes traveling the world, um, but you were pouring into your family. I, I sense that there might be other things there. Is there is there anything else early on in in the Joe Matthews story when when it came to having your family that you want to tap into? Because when you when you bring up a word like darkness, you know I'm I'm somebody who taps into a word like that's a pretty heavy word.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, well, this is we'll just take the plunge. Um, we lost the son, um, and Man. and and the reason why I bring this up is is not not to make light. Um, and I may have to pause here, but sure. Anyways, he the reason why I bring it up is the fact that so many of our brothers have shared shared their pain, their agony, their struggles, and. Uh, through the through the magic of the Twitter algorithm, um, came across a, uh, a brother from Columbia, um, Keith Ellis. I, I couldn't tell you his F3 name because I don't, I don't think it was in his, his right. handle. But anyways, um, he's got a son. They're currently pregnant, expecting a son. And through what he shared, he's got dystrophy 18, if I pronounce it correctly. Uh, but it's a genetic disorder. And... Um, they might not carry to full term or if they do carry the full term, he, their son won't live long. Yeah. So they're going through this painful struggle. And I mean he, he had the courage to share and share that he's writing a blog, to, that sh- sharing his his frustration, his confusion, their pain. I mean, it, and it's all – and it's things I can empathize with. And, you know, I – of course my first inclination was to reach out to him and be like, hey, brother, if you if you want to talk – I'm happy to talk. I'm happy to listen, happy to share because, <clears throat> I mean, it's one of those, I mean, there's no words can truly express the pain of of losing a child. And I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It's not um, supposed to happen. It's not supposed to happen. I mean, you're talking within an instant dreams are crushed and you're left. I mean, there is a hollow spot in my heart that will never be filled. Um, you know, his birthday, that day sucks tremendously. Mm. Um, you know, all holidays are great. With the exception of it's incomplete, um, his his death coincides with our anniversary, so that makes for a mm. horrible way to celebrate because it's always in the back of your mind. But you know, uh, I know he's with me. Um, you know, when I'm doing these crazy endurance races, or especially when I'm doing these in- endurance races, I you know I'll call out to him and be like, "Are you there?" And you know the the association that we were. The support group that we were with, you know, they had a symbol of a butterfly. So if I see a butterfly, you know, I'm like, he's out there. Makes yeah. me makes me think of him. Um, and I'm happy to talk and share about him because I mean, he had, he definitely was a he was gonna be a handsome, tiny little dude. Sure. Um, I got to hold him. I was so blessed to be able to hold him and and tell him I love him. But you know, he he loved hip hop or I think he did he he would dance around a lot when we were listening yeah. to hip hop and maybe he was like turn this noise off but um <laughs> but no I, I you know I've, I've always wanted to share about him one cuz I think his his life my love for him should be celebrated but it's you know you don't want to bring that up as a, a trivia aspect of who I am or what I am but you know hearing Ellis speak about it I was like you know if 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 me telling this spark something in someone out there that's holding back because for whatever reason, you know, fear, what have you, but it's just that you got to find an outlet to talk and let this stuff out. And, you know, whether it's this issue or, or some of the other ones, one, you got to find that support group and, and talk it out. And and my wife and I were very fortunate to find that support group because this happened on our first year anniversary. So, I mean, our, 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 our life course could have completely gone a different direction. You know, and, and and we were fortunate that we worked through it. We were there for each other to support each other and talk. Um, I mean, for God, a good month, we would go to this park in <clears throat> in Alpharetta. That's where we live and that's where the Alpha Packs of F three are located. Um and we would walk that park every day. So that park has a special place in my heart. Um the brothers down there—that's that's their Rubicon AO. Um, I mean, that is the coolest park because it's got ball fields. There's a, a public pool there, and then there's this um, playset, mm-hmm. wooden playset that was hand built by members of the community. Hmm. One of those members was one of my good neighbors back um, back in our old hood, and he just recently passed away. Hmm. But I mean, it's—I mean, there's a lot of love in that park, so. It was therapeutic for, for me that, you know, technically could be my favorite AO just because of that. But, sure. Um, no, I just wanted to share that because, like I said, they, there may be somebody that's, that's dealing with the same thing, and maybe they want to talk about it. Um, but, yeah, I definitely wanted to share that. With regards to that the negativity and the darkness, um, what I've slowly been learning is, hey, you just got to let that itch go, and you got to move forward, and um all right, you got to keep it on the positive yeah i mean yeah
1: that's a. I um i mean it's really easy to curse the darkness yeah Lord knows with it social is. media everybody curses the darkness on the reg, but it uh, is but you gotta you're a candle lighter my friend
0: you gotta well if i can't never one of the other quotes that i've seen that i love is that if you can't be the light at least be the mirror mm. so i'm focusing on that um you know, I'm trying to surround myself with positive people with positive vibes, positive energies, you know, just finished reading the book, one word. Mm -hmm. And so I picked, you know, I'm disclosing it now. This is my one word is positive. I want to be positive. I want to have positive thoughts. I want to have positive actions, you know? So if you guys see me and I'm doing something negative, you know, if I'm sharing a negative story, if I'm taking something on a negative slant, just remind me because it, that stuff seeps in, um, it's it's not a perfect process. It's a day to day thing. You know, and I still struggle with this. I'm still pushing at it. I'm um, still working at it. And that's one of the reasons why I do some of these crazy endurance races. Is one, obviously, I did something and it lit relit a fire in me that I'd forgotten was there. But two, yep. I know if I can push myself through these things, if I can grind it out, then well, I can grind it out with the mental and the spiritual stuff, the the internal growth. So. I just, I'm just gonna keep at it. I'm just gonna grind it out, I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna get through and win it because nope. I'm a grinder and I don't quit.
1: Well, and I think that's what you know. I've known you for what two and a half years now. I've never heard that story before, um, and so I, I can't tell you how honored I am that you would confide. I, I guess confide is the right word. We're talking to a lot of people, but share it at this moment. Um, but I can tell you that. You uh like I said before, you have lit you have lit a, a bunch of candles uh for a lot of different people and I'm um, I consider myself lucky and humble to be one of them. Um uh, I, I, I think that's what's so special about why F three works is because it brings guys who on paper shouldn't be together together.
0: Yeah, um, true.
1: And uh I you know, I love you, man. I'm I, I can't tell you that enough you you're you're courageous. Um but you you've inspired me to do things I, I never would have said I, I would have done before
0: and it comes, it it, it bounces off me and sticks, <laughs> sticks the down. glue. Yeah. All right. Um, no, I mean, and that's one, I, I know you're always down with my crazy shenanigans, but two, it'll hold me accountable because yep. I'm like, he's not going to let me down. So I'm not going to let him down. And so it's that, I don't even know if that's a reverse flow incubator or if it's more of a perpetual <laughs> motion. That's you know? it. I mean, it just, it just keep, it keeps going. It keeps going. And then, you know, somehow another guy gets sucked in and yep. you inspire them and then they conversely inspire you. So it's it's incredible to see that work and um, I'm always humbled and amazed to hear that I've inspired people and and, and it's, I mean, it's great to hear. Um, I'll accept it and, and I'm working on that one. I should just say thank you and accept it and use it to push me forward and continue those good words, those good deeds, good thoughts. Um, at the same time, I'm always... I was Trying to stay humble because I feel once you you see yourself getting high and mighty, that's when you get smacked down, you <laughs> know. Your Achilles
1: blows out again, it's when your Achilles <laughs> blows out, you know. Um, well, I uh, before we close out, anything I think that's a good place to end only because you, you open up something great, and, and I know you're there on Twitter for guys to reach out to again. It's at Joe23Matthews on Twitter. Uh, any, any closing thoughts you have? That, before we land the plane um yeah one is
0: are you giving people the best you can give are you being the best mm-hmm. you can be you know whether it's just you as a person husband spouse employer employee mm-hmm. you know i'm i mean i that song, every time I hear it, it grabs me, moves me. And it was an incredible experience hearing it live and funny. Heard it live with you, and I don't even think I knew the song. Um, but, yeah, I was blown away with it. Take a wrong um, little Dave Grohl. No, you can't. And I mean, it was just like – and hearing – I mean, I love going to live shows because whenever that – sometimes you'll get a show and that energy is tapped in and it will just grab you, and it's, and it's an amazing – a moment in time that you can be a part of. And that was one of them. So I'll, I'll, I'll never, that's that's a great, that's a great memory for me. But yeah, man, that's always something to motivate me there. Um, You know, another, another great memory was, you know, our, uh the 4th of July beatdown this year.
1: Yeah, that was pretty incredible. I mean,
0: it looked great on paper and then seeing it live and experiencing it on per person, I was blown away yeah by by how that all turned out and went down it was very moving uh, i was touched to be a part of that I touched, touched and blessed to be around all those guys that participated yep. and see how that went down and um i guess lastly i'll leave you with this thought um i know i brought it up yesterday but you know if you're a skate rat maybe maybe a uh A surf dog back in the late 80s, early 90s. You were familiar with the clothing brand Stussy. Indeed. And one of their ads loved it. Uh, it, The slogan was static. Don't start none. Won't be none. It's just simple as that.
1: That's old school. Well, my friend, you have raised the bar high and continue to do so. and, And I'm excited for more guys to tap in because of what you shared today. But uh, thanks for being on the, on the podcast.
0: Thanks for coming back out and letting us do a redo.
1: we got to really step up our game, whoever's coming on this show next. But I, I know it'll be great as well. So with that being said, I am Tommy Boy. This is Crawl Space Killer. Thanks for listening to American Yammer. See you soon. See you in the gloom.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at F3AmericanYammer at gmail.com. Again, that's F3AmericanYammer at gmail.com or on Twitter at F3AmericanYammer. Until next time, stay sharp, and we'll see you in the gloom.